0: Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that will help you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime, together, for you. Welcome to the first episode of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. If you're looking for a place to get the most up-to-date information on losing weight and maintaining it over the long term, then this is the podcast for you. I wanted to take the first episode to tell you a little bit about myself and my background, and then we'll finish up with one of my main tips that works really well for long-term weight loss and that my patients have found very helpful. So I am a full-service family practitioner in British Columbia. I work in a group practice and we do a lot of obstetrics as well as in-hospital work and I'm also a member of the palliative care team in our community. I've also developed and run a weight management program uh, out of my office for the past three years, consisting of group medical visits, and have worked with many patients on weight management and weight loss issues through that. I'm hold a certification through the American Board of Obesity Medicine, and have been actively seeking out more education and information on weight loss and weight management for years now. This podcast is meant to be a resource for physicians who are working on their weight. I know that physician specific resources are uncommon. The only one I've been able to find, and I just came across it within the past year is a podcast called Weight Loss for Busy Physicians by Katrina Ubel, which is excellent. But I think there's a need for more information specific to physicians. As you know, as doctors, there are specific things in our life that can contribute to weight gain and make it difficult to lose weight. A lot of the Things about our schedules and our job also make it difficult for us to participate in public weight loss programs. I know when I was dealing with my own weight, I always had a feeling that I should know what to do and I should have figured this out. Uh, It was the one area of my life that I just felt I couldn't get a handle on, even though In all other areas, I felt that I was reasonably successful and confident. Uh, But the reality is weight loss isn't actually taught that well in medical school. I think it's getting better, but definitely when I went through medical school, there was very minimal information taught and it wasn't particularly helpful. Uh, So in this podcast, I'll be covering all different topics and tools that I think can help you get control of your weight. Um, As much as possible, I will try to keep information evidence-based. Some things, there's just not great amounts of evidence, or in some areas, the evidence is conflicting. And some areas, I'll be talking more from personal or patient experience on tools that have been helpful as well. Just to let you know a little bit about myself and my personal journey, I struggled with weight basically since university. I thought I struggled with it earlier. But looking back, I think that was probably not the case. But definitely when I moved away from home and developed poor eating habits, I started to gain weight. Uh, I first went to Weight Watchers when I was in university. Um, And I, I lost weight at various times using Weight Watchers. And and second year medical school I actually felt I was doing fairly well, but then third year medical school hit, and I really didn't recover from that for quite some time. Third year medical school created all sorts of bad habits. Then residency, with the busyness and lack of control over schedule, created other ones, and I ended up gaining quite a bit of weight. I spent a lot of years feeling like I didn't have time to focus on myself. The first years of practice are always busy. And then I had started having kids and that made life busy as well and made it even more difficult to find time to do self-care type activities. But the reality is I also didn't really know how to focus on myself and correct some of these habits that I had developed I tried multiple ways to lose weight. I tried Weight Watchers many different times in person and online. Um, I tried different ways of eating uh, just on my own. Uh, I hired different coaches and each of those experiences has been helpful in that I, I learned something from it. But until recently, most of them didn't give me any lasting weight loss. There was A few years ago where I was really feeling I just needed help and I just really needed somebody to help me, particularly with some specific habits I knew were getting in my way. And I did hire a weight loss coach online, um, hoping that she would really help me figure out why my brain made me do stuff that I knew wasn't helping me. And I did lose weight while I was working with her. But unfortunately, the piece about trying to figure out the brain stuff just wasn't there. Then after having my third child, I realized that life wasn't going to get any less busy. And there wasn't going to be a time where I suddenly had more time to look after myself. And so I started really focusing on just trying to build some consistency in taking care of myself. I lost some weight on my own. And then as I was starting to get an interest in obesity medicine, and starting to do more learning in that area, I was able to start applying some of the knowledge I gained to myself, and I started to lose more weight. This has been a long process for me, though, when I look back through notes, this started in 2012 was the last time I was at my highest weight. And so it definitely wasn't a straightforward path. It's not that I walked upon one thing that made the difference and I never worried about my weight again. It was more a path of ups and downs. But when you look at the overall trend, the trend was to losing weight. And in total, I've now lost and maintained 55 pounds, uh, which is significant and feels very different and I think has made a big impact on my health. Uh, when I was pregnant, I had gestational diabetes. And so I knew I was at risk of getting type 2 diabetes. And as my weight got heavier, I definitely saw things like my blood sugars going up and really worried that I was actually going to become diabetic earlier rather than later. Now, that's not really a concern of mine at all. Now, I have feel that I've finally reached a point in my life and with my weight that I feel confident about my ability to maintain my weight loss. I feel confident that I have the tools to problem solve and correct through any bumps in the road that may come in the future. I, it took me a long time, like I said, since 2012 to get to this point. But I really think if I started knowing all the tools and tricks that I know now, I would have been able to do it faster. It took a long time because it took me trying to find from multiple different resources a path that would actually work for me. Um, Along with this podcast, which I truly hope will be helpful for you, uh, I am offering private coaching sessions for physicians. If you feel like you would need additional support, and want a high level of supportive coaching to help you figure out what your path needs to be, um, go to my website at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. From there, you can book a free introductory session where we can touch base over the phone or online, get to know each other and see in what ways I would be able to help you feel that you've gained control over your weight and your eating. All right. So now I want to talk about one of my most important tips. And this is if you think of weight loss journeys as like a pyramid, this would be the base of the pyramid. And what it is essentially is what mindset you're going to approach this with. I talk to my patients about using a mindset of uh, approaching the weight loss journey like a science experiment And the reason why I talk about that is focusing on taking a really objective approach to whether you're losing weight and what you're doing to lose weight. In our society, it's really easy for there to be a lot of extra thoughts and feelings and emotion around our weights and our attempts to lose weight and whether or not those are successful. And in general, those extra thoughts, feelings, emotions are not usually helpful. A lot of them tend to be negative in my experience. And a lot of them tend to be limiting in what you feel that you can do. It's really easy for our brains to tell us all sorts of stories and attach So much different meaning to very simple, straightforward events. Something simple like stepping on the scale and seeing a particular number can create a whole host of different thoughts. And often, a lot of these thoughts can be quite negative and ultimately can end up with you getting in your own way. Approaching this as a science experiment means looking at it objectively, taking that one step removed from all those different stories and drama that your brain can dig up about your weight. And just accepting that there's going to be ups and downs in this process. There's going to be times where things happen the way you want them to and you'll feel great usually. But there's also going to be times where things don't go the way you want them to or they don't happen at the same rate that you would like them to. And it's really important in those times That you don't get really down on yourself. I think that's often a tripping point for people when they're trying to lose a lot of weight is something doesn't go the way that they wanted it to. They start to have a lot of negative thoughts, start to feel badly and end up doing things or taking actions that don't support their goals, which then ends up with results happening that you wouldn't necessarily want or the results that you want not actually happening. Looking at it like you're working on a science experiment lets you have more patience with the process. If the results aren't what you want, then it lets you look at it objectively and instead of assigning a lot of blame and other thoughts to it, you just look at, okay, what are aspects of this that I could change and see if I get a better outcome. Remember when you're in this process that there is no one right way to lose weight. Everybody's body is physically different. Everybody's life is physically different. Everybody's mind is different. And so you need to take as much knowledge as people can give you, apply it to your life, and find the right combination of things that work for you so that you can successfully lose weight and feel in control and able to maintain it for the long run. Being objective and patient with yourself is key to doing that. It sounds deceptively simple, but I can't stress enough that the mindset that you go into this with and that you maintain throughout really makes a difference on whether or not you keep going through all the bumps in the road that may come. And above all else, while you're working on this is be kind, be kind to yourself. How much time and energy in a day do we spend thinking negative thoughts about ourselves and our weight? I know from my experience and from talking to lots of different people who struggle with weight it's substantial. And some of that stuff that we think to ourselves or say to ourselves is really negative. It's not nice or things you would ever to say to anybody else. Unfortunately, in our society, there is a lot of weight bias in media in lots of different areas of life, messages are sent saying that if you do have extra weight, it changes your value. And this absolutely is not true. And I think it's important to not let that messaging get into your mind. Regardless of what weight you're at or what size you're at, you are of the same value as what you will be if you successfully lose weight and are of a smaller size. Your value and your success in life doesn't change with changing your weight. There are good reasons to lose weight, And you may have a lot of reasons why you want to lose weight. But I think losing weight so you can feel valued should not be one of them. You should focus on valuing yourself now and appreciating yourself now, which will make the process of weight loss easier on yourself. And then you will value yourself and appreciate yourself when you're at a lower weight. But if you start the weight loss process, in a really negative mindset, you're going to find that when you lose weight, that doesn't go away. That mindset's not there, just because of the number on the scale, your brain will shift, and it'll come up with different reasons, or it'll play tricks on you and make you feel that you're the same size as what you've always been, even after you've lost a lot of weight. And so it's really important to just let that part go. The negative self-talk, the negative thoughts about worth related to weight are completely unhelpful to anybody. And they're also, you know, totally unhelpful to our society if we let people tell us that something's wrong with us just if we have extra weight. Weight is just one physical factor in our bodies. It has nothing else to do with the rest of us. And I think if we just consciously make an effort to view it objectively as just one measure and be nice to ourselves, appreciate ourselves, view us for the success and the worth and value we bring to the world now, regardless of what our size is, it makes it easier to go through this weight loss process. Just think how refreshing that would be to just let go of all that talk and chatter in your brain and just focus on this in a loving, kind way. It'd be fantastic. On that note, we're coming to the end of the first episode If you enjoy this podcast, I would really appreciate it if you could go on to iTunes and leave me a review. Reviews for new podcasts are really important to help podcasts get found by other people who might benefit. You can check me out on my website, weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and leave comments or send me an email if you have any questions or comments, I'd appreciate it. And otherwise, we'll see you next week in episode two. We're going to be talking about ways to eat to help you feel satisfied while losing weight. Have a great week. And now for a quick disclaimer, this podcast contains general education information on weight loss for physicians. I'm not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician patient relationship. This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing.